you're rolling up Uber black Cadillac High heel boots and a sexy body full of tats Baby's dad, what is going on, everybody? Happy Wednesday, and welcome to Beyond the Rider Live, episode 41, with the man, the myth, the legend, Brad Columbus of Crash Inc. Brad, how you doing, sir? Good, sir. How are you? I should have said the CEO of uh, PMA, but uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> you, got your hat, you got your party hat on? This is good. Damn right, dude. I just got this, a new one. I got I like it. So I hope everybody's doing well, and uh, thank you all for joining us. And uh, so, Brad, we, we, uh, oh, let me, before we get too started, uh, unfortunately, Denver is not with us tonight, but uh, he will be back uh, next week. But, uh, you know, feel free to harass him in the comments. He appreciates that, I'm sure. <laughs> but, don't, don't, uh, I, I got big shoes to feel. I got to fill his shoes. And yeah, you can, ah, it's no problem <laughs> filling his shoes. He's just a baby. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, Denver will be missed tonight. So, Brad, tell uh, tell everybody about your company. Tell them about you. Oh, man. Tell them about me. Where did it all start? Oh, boy. Where did it all start? Uh, company or me? <laughs> you in general. Let's go to you first. Where, where did it all start? Uh, I, I assume you grew a, up as a young child. A, a young wee <laughs> babe. A young wee babe out in a town, small town car, called Mal Ugh, Can't even talk. Markham, Oregon. Hey, nice. Hey, hey, leave, just leave that out there. Sorry. Kiddo came in for a second. Oh, we don't um, mind kiddos. Thank anyways, you. yeah. Uh, Markham, Oregon. Tiny, <laughs> tiny little town. Uh, little yellow flashing light and a post, not even a post office, church and a store. So nice. I grew up in the country doing country things, um, doing stupid country things, a lot of them. <laughs> uh, Moved to Salem, which is the capital of Oregon, my freshman year in high school, and was rodeoing and doing all that fun stuff at the time. Nice. Yeah, yeah, did all that. So were you a heart. farm kid that got into rodeo, or were you yeah. just, okay. Yeah, pretty much grew up around it, um, always loved it, had my own horses, all that neat jazz, and uh, just... Fell in love with it and did that for a long time. Got really busted up my senior year in high school. Kind of messed up. Should have gone to college and yeah, for swimming actually. Kind of weird. Okay, um, so you were a cowboy and a yeah. swimmer. Impressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I messed that up when I ruined my ankle in high school riding bulls. So uh, kept on with that and uh, in the midst of all of that, after high school, I had a couple jobs and. I always carried around the name Crash. Didn't really go by it, but my parents always called me it and everything. Oh, that's cool. I just wrecked everything and fell on my face all the time. And you know, I'm not the <laughs> most I'm not the most graceful person, I guess you could say. Um, <laughs> but if I do it, I do it good. Um, and so I always just wrote Crash on everything, like you know, at school, doodle it all the time. And I had this job, I was working for family members, and it was actually kind of an office job, it sucked. Um, I was working three jobs at a time, actually, right then. Anyways, the owner, which was like my second cousin's uncle's brother or whatever, he was like a really successful businessman, and he, he one day was like asking me about it, and I was like, I don't know, man, I just write it on stuff, and I had like Crash Company written, you know, all this stuff, and I had wrote Crash Incorporated, and he's like, man, you should put that on a shirt. And I was like, oh, all right, cool, good idea. You know, I never really <laughs> went on about my business, never did. And uh, the, the, the dunes and the motocross and all that stuff that I had gotten into after rodeo and starting to get all the tattoos and stuff and really living that life. You know, the 90s, it was just taking off and getting huge, the freestyle motocross, the this, the that, and everything. Um. Oh, that's true because you were you yeah. were pretty close to that Seattle scene too. Yeah, 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 all of that. You know, in between Seattle and California. Yeah, so Oregon's always gotten it last, but you know, everything's in style a year later. Yeah. But, <laughs> um. So I don't even remember. I think I, I don't know. It was twenty one, twenty two years ago, and. I was driving down this road and there was this guy that I always saw. He had a van 
and he made stickers out of it. I mean, it's like nowadays you can go anywhere and get a sticker made, but back then he had a plot yeah. and he drove around with it. And I was like, I'm going to go get some Crash Inc. stickers made, Crash Incorporated stickers made. I didn't have a font. I didn't have anything. I just stopped in there. I was like, hey, dude, uh, you make me some stickers that say Crash Incorporated? And he's like, sure. What font do you want? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. And I was like looking at the board. I was like, that one, that one. And he's like, oh, that's old English or something like that. And I was like, yeah, I want that one. He's like, okay, give me a couple hours. So I came back and he brought them out and it was literally this logo, Crash Inc., just like that. And I was like, oh, oh my God, that's the coolest thing oh, ever. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I stuck them on the two side windows of my Power Stroke that I had back then. And I drove around and it kind of became a conversation piece and people were asking me about it. And finally, I was like, I think I got like a tax return or something. And I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna, sorry. Am I supposed to say bad words on You can order? say whatever you want, man. We're bikers. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you have the I cowboy like, hat on. It goes. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, there you go. I was like, fuck it. And I took, I think it was a thousand bucks. And I took it and I went to my buddy that owned a screen printing shop. I said, hey, I want a thousand dollars worth of hats and shirts and blah, blah, blah. And it's awesome. Just kind of where it started. And it blew up. Uh, I don't want to get real into it, but I took on a business partner, which anybody ever wants to do that, don't do it. If you know, something <laughs> like that. Because it, it, it ruined my friendship, for one, with the guy. Um, sure. But it was just whatever. But we did great. We, I mean, Dune Fest sold up and down, up and down the West Coast. Did amazing with it. Um, we were also in our 20s and making pretty good money with it and uh didn't make the best life decisions a lot i was gonna say nothing comes good out of making money at 20. no no (laughs) and so we did really good with it and had our friendship woes and the company would stop and not do anything and then we do stuff with it and it came down to honestly it had sat dormant for a year or two maybe three and I got a divorce and went through all of that. And it really was dormant then um, for matters, whatever. But <laughs> And then it just, I remarried. Um, I'm sure you've seen my beautiful wife's crazy TikToks and Instagram. She's I have. Becoming quite, she's becoming quite the household name. Um, I met her and some friends, you know, close friends that grew up around it and with it were like, man, you got to restart it. You got to restart it. Ah. I don't know. And then finally, and then we started getting in, I started getting involved in more involved with the Harley scene and hanging out with a lot of the guys from Portland and um, writing, actually writing more than the bar hopper people around here. And they were like, yeah, man, you should restart that. And I, I was like, all right, fine. I rebranded two years ago and now we're, we're, we're making our climb back. We're in uh we're in one of the dealers, Harley dealerships in Portland, Paradise Harley, um, soon to be here in Salem, Timbertown Harley, and I've been talking to another dealership. So, nice. It's good. It's good. It's just uh, balancing that and work. You know. Yeah, life. I mean that's that's a lot. Plus, mm-hmm. you got kids. I mean that's a lot. Yeah. So, yep. so it's kind of circling back. What was uh? What was your very? I'm sorry, I'm ahead of myself on questions. It's all here. good. I don't even know what I'm doing here. Denver's not here to operate the machines. <laughs> so how old were you when you first started riding? Oh, man. And were I you one I, of those kids uh, that like started at like three? No, no. So I think my first motorcycle was my dad had out in the barn. There was a 19, I want to say 77 or 79 Yamaha. It was like a dirt bike, 250. Okay. So four stroke and it was seized and it was his like stepbrothers and he had gone off to military where it was sat in the barn forever. And one of me and my, one of my buddies one day, just, I don't, we might've been nine or 10, maybe 11 decided we were going to get it running. And I can remember with a wooden dowel with the spark plug out, cause we had, were told that you could pop a cylinder loose and we were pounding on that cylinder to knock you know, we did. We knocked it loose and we got that thing running. <coughs> days wrenching on it. Days. And we got it running and we rode the hell out of that thing. Never, none of us had ever rode a motorcycle before. It was two or three of us buddies. And that's that was our mission. 
and didn't change a part, didn't change the oil, didn't do anything. Literally knocked that cylinder loose and sprayed like, I think, WD-40 in the cylinder. And that was it. <laughs> that is crazy. Mm -hmm. It's so funny that so many um so many people start that way they just jump mm -hmm. on a bike and and you know it's it surprises me how many people do that oh yeah so they just start on a bike and they're like ah, i'll figure it out i guess that's the way every kid is right you right. know it, so. it's um it's amazing to me how many people started that yeah started uh, that way i think the evil can evil influence too that guy's always just been you know like here you know i got it tattooed on my arm that's awesome. Evil Knievel stripe. Yep. I love it. Do you have all the, uh, do you have all the evil Knievel toys? I just got the oh, repo, yeah. uh, evil bike. I gotta, I gotta make some videos with that thing. It's really cool. I know those are really, I want one hint, hint wife, if you're watching, but she actually, a few years ago made me a, I have my own evil Knievel costume. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that, was that the inspiration for your, uh, it's with the hearse. I can't remember exactly what it says. Oh, the forget the hearse. Yeah, yeah, forget the hearse. Mm -hmm. That That's line really is funny. an ACDC song. Oh, really? Yeah. I had no idea. I, forget the hearse because I never die. Okay. I got nine lives, cat's eyes, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Yeah. I like Actually, it. If you, if you look at a lot of my shirts, um, this one I'm wearing, last to quit, first to buy the beer. That's a Chris Ledoux song. Um, mm -hmm. I like to sneak them in there. I just... I don't know. I think so. that's a, I think that's a good motto too. I think that that's uh, I mean, you're definitely hardworking. You're putting the work in. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, awesome. It's good. It's like being a good person, spreading the, spreading the love. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's the one thing that you, uh, you certainly radiate. I think that that's awesome. I mean, the positivity that you put out is great. So I, I guess we really didn't get into too much, but so tell us about the company. I mean, tell folks like what you sell, what to, what your vision is for that. So my original vision was to help people that crash. Well, not original, I should say. I wanted to be rich and famous and not do anything else and sell clothes and ride dirt bikes. <laughs> uh, later on, in, in, it was to help people that crash. I mean, whether you're crashing from... A motorcycle or crashing a car or crashing from falling off the wagon per se you know just to help people period the end and it was funny i know we haven't gotten that far but i guess uh funny little side story about one of the shirt designs that we did and this will kind of answer your question sure. too um a lot of the clothing has to do with crashing or blue collar stuff you know, just being good persons, hug dealer, PMA, all that neat jazz. Um, but we did <laughs> right before my accident, and I'm sure we'll talk about that. We had made a design that we were going to use as a fundraiser that summer that I was going to use for a shirt to, to sell to help mm -hmm. people that have crashed, right? And it was a crutch. Well, you can see it on the website, but it's yeah. a crutch and a femur, and the femur's broken. And it says ride, crash, rebuild. I had that designed and ready to drop that summer. And then my accident happened and I shattered my femur. It was like, oh, weird. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was a little foretelling. That's not good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was my side story. But, yeah, I mean, I, everything, it's just some of the shirt designs are just the hug dealer thing. I, I, I don't know where that came from. I have no idea how I got that. It was just one day I was like, I'm going to put a hug dealer on a shirt. So I'm giving hugs. I don't know. I, I I love that shirt because I have the shirt and it's so funny because people sort of look at it first and they're like, "What? Oh, yeah. oh okay." Like it, uh -huh. it takes a second. Like the dude's wearing a drug dealer shirt. Like why is he wearing a drug <laughs> yeah, yeah, dealer yeah. shirt to Target? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. I gotta get the hoodie. The hoodie's badass. Yeah, they're nice. They're nice. I uh, I actually had a new. I want I want to revamp it, and I'm not real one to keep secrets about shirt designs, but. You know that, uh, and I always use the song lyrics. I'm kind of thinking about a hug dealer shirt with a hug dealer right here, small, and putting around it. Some call me the gangster of love. Oh, I like that. You think? Yeah. I'm thinking about doing it. I, I like I, I'm that. Trying to come up with a design, you know, the little Steve Miller action. And I, I must hear like 
it, it feels like 10 times a week. I'm exaggerating, obviously, but uh, Denver talks about your windbreaker being sweet too. Dude, that, that's a really cool design. We nailed it on those. It's just, <laughs> I, the story behind those is my work. I work outside. I'm a lineman slash cable maintenance tech for the phone company. And we get a clothing allotment a year and they supply the clothes. We just kind of pick it from the catalog. And I picked this windbreaker probably five or six years ago. And I used it and used it. And I'm sure most people know how much it rains in Oregon. Yeah. It pisses rain, you know, and you're working out in it. It might be 60 degrees, but it's pissing rain. And I wore that jacket for you. I still have it. I wear it in, you know, it's, it's not a cold weather jacket by any means, but it never leaked on me ever. And we started doing new stuff and I never really did outerwear besides sweatshirts with Crash Inc. I was like, it'd be really cool to do a windbreaker. And I was like, I wonder if I can get this brand and get my name on it. And um, yeah, sure shit. And dude, we've sold so many and never ever had a single person say one has leaked yet. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's, that's huge. Really good. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but you do all the work, right? You and your daughter do all the the printing and all that. Uh huh. The only thing we don't do is the jackets. I have okay. a friend, a friend of mine, do it just because I'm afraid of melting the jackets. Sure. Well, that would ruin the waterproof. Yeah, she's got it down. So she does it. She's yeah, knocks them out for me. Now that stupid COVID's over with, it's usually a couple day turnaround versus where we were having two or three day turnarounds on them. But nice. Mm-hmm. And I need to get my ass on the website. I we just got a black on black reflective. It's really cool. Oh, that's got to be cool. So it's that it's that like the uh, uh-huh. that's popular with the police here. They have all the police cars that are that blacked yeah. out ghost cars or whatever they call. Oh, cool! I got it sitting right here. I need to put it on the website and do a post about it. Well, apparently, Junior Harley Fatboy Junior wants to stop by and try one on. I'd be a little nervous about that one, but you got. <laughs> Am I here? You think he's going to leave with it? No, I'd be nervous to let him in my house personally. That's oh, a... <laughs> so this nothing but love for you, Junior. It's, well, yeah. But it's oh, that's really cool neat. You shine a light on it, and it is. I, I, everybody that has them, they it lights so up so yeah. bright. Oh, it's insane. So, and then we have uh, giving everything away, but I got to drop these on the website too. But uh, we're doing hats with the black reflective on the front. It's really cool. Oh, very cool. Yeah, it should be neat. I like that. So uh so I don't know if you can see the side chat, but Droop is asking, what's the story with the crutches behind you? So that's a good segue there. Oh boy. Oh man, now Junior's mad at me. I understand we've been through a lot, Junior. I'd let you in the house, maybe not the main house. Maybe the garage. You can come stay on this couch right here. I what? Oh man, look at he's like royalty now. You might never get uh, rid of them. What are the stories with story of the crutches? So May 20th of last year, um, it was a rainy Thursday day. I had gotten off at noon off of work and uh, the wife had the car packed and her and I and the kids were going to drive to Montana for a wedding, a family member's wedding for the weekend. Uh, I made it all the way home minus about two miles, two-lane country road coming in and out of town. I was on my bagger. Um, I was fully geared up. I had, you know, Carhartt-type pants on, plus insulated rain pants and stuff. Um, just came around. I was only going. They said you know, the speed limit's like 40 right through there. And in the middle of the day, 35, 37 miles an hour. I just came around this corner is just blind enough that maybe if I was on the outside of the corner, I guess I probably could have seen what was going on, but I was on the inside of the corner, just, you know, just cruising. And just as I'm coming out of the corner and just kind of starting to stand back up, there's four or five cars going boom, 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 boom. And dude, I mean, I, I, yeah, it was, I, I've relived it every day since, and it, there's nothing I could have done, really. I went in the middle, in between, you know, to try to go in between traffic, and uh, the first thing I saw was an F-150 just, brrr, 
short like this in front of me and I was like, shit. So, I mean, not even enough time to hit brakes or anything. And I swerved and I thought I made it because the bike didn't hit anything. I caught the bumper with my femur, like right above my knee. <laughs> and it just, I mean, it snapped my legs so hard that it, I can show you the tank, it's hanging on the wall, but it snapped my femur so hard. And then my, it shattered my femur and it shattered my tibia. And the only thing I can think is that when it, when I, when my femur broke, it flipped my leg up. And I think the lower part of my leg hit my crash bar and I kicked this, I kicked my head with my leg. Yeah, it was pretty, that's all I relive that every day in my head. I every day relive that. And the bike, I mean, I hit it so hard and so square that it snapped it, it shattered it, whatever. And I literally fell over. The bike just fell over. It did not skid down the road. It fell over and stopped. And I just landed on it, sitting sitting on the air cleaner, basically. And it looked like I was sitting when I, I was hanging kind of upside down, looking at the sky. And I had my full face helmet on. You know, I couldn't get up. I was in no pain. And then the guy that I hit the bumper, he got out and picked me up, you know, by one arm like this. And I'm like, okay. And then this other guy grabs me. And so they got me by my arms like this. And I'm like, I can't get my helmet. I'm like, I can't breathe. Like I need to flip yeah. my visor up, please. And they didn't want to touch my neck. You know, they didn't know. Yeah. Cause that's I'm what like, they tell on, everybody. Just, right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, come on. Finally, I ripped my arm away and I freaking opened my visor. I'm like, <gasps> And I had my mod on my modular, so I flipped my modular open. I'm like, okay, I'm good, you know. And I looked down, and I'm like, oh, it hurts, but not really. And I had so much gear on it, there was no sharp bends. It was just, sure. It looked like I was sitting cross-legged, but my knee was a little higher, I guess. <laughs> uh, and then it was. I, I'm thankful for the guys that were there because the guy I hit was a retired firefighter. The guy that hit almost hit me coming head on was a retired state cop. So. It was it was kind of surreal. I don't know. It, That's some yeah, divine so intervention. Holy smokes! <laughs> right? <sighs> and uh, yeah, I mean, they came. The, the paramedics came, and they cut my rain pants off. They cut my jeans off, and then it was like, oh shit! Bone going this way, leg going this way. It was pretty wild. Um, <sighs> yeah, I don't know if how much you want to get into. <laughs> they yeah. almost cut it off. Is what yeah, they, they I remember you saying that. Of, uh, yeah, that's yeah, was, uh, wow, and especially I mean that's traumatic for anybody. But I mean, you certainly live a, an active life. Well, I mean, you've yeah, wow. Yeah, it, I was yeah, trying to explain was, that better. I wasn't, but yeah, Jesus. Right. <sighs> it, it. I can see how after that. I mean, it was obviously a traumatic accident, and I don't want to be like it was the most traumatic accident, but how people can go downhill from something like that mm -hmm. can get a pain pill addiction can't dude they were just shoveling here take more take more yeah. take more I, I i'm so thankful that i have a strong enough will that i was able to take myself off of them because it started getting bad there for a while even just just yeah but i if it weren't for my support system and my wife and having a positive attitude i I don't know, man. Wouldn't be sitting here right now. I can tell you that. That that's I appreciate you sharing that. That's a hell of a no story. Problem. No problem. It's, now, it's for wild. those of you that, that aren't watching the video portion of this, uh, if you're listening to the podcast version, I don't know. You won't miss the reference, but Brad actually has his. Can you see the wheelchair? Is it still up there? Oh, it's not up there. Oh, he used to have. Well, you can yeah, explain oh, it. Go ahead. I, I, I had a wheelchair for a while and I have a, a hook and a block and tackle hanging from the ceiling of my shop. And I thought it'd be really cool to hang my wheelchair up there. And I had it up there for quite a while, but I have two lifts in my shop and oh, right where my lifts are positioned, it was hanging right over. And that the one lift where I have the real high dog, the newer bikes that I, they were always on and off of it. And it just made me really uh, like, God, if this thing falls, I'm going to ruin somebody's bike. So I need to move it and rehang it is what I need to do. Move my block and tackle is what I should do. So, but I, I have lots of reminders hung around here. I got my tank hanging on the wall. I got my crutches, got my canes. Yeah. My x-rays are here somewhere. 
and then obviously dragging around this leg all day every day reminds me good enough about it. But but how are you so, now? I mean, you're you're how you were. I, I saw that you were out with the wife riding. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's a huge first, step forward. Yep, we took our first ride together. She was really nervous because she hadn't been on the bike since I got my accident. Um, it was good. We went out with a big group of people last night, and only just, you know, <laughs> not a real long ride, but. She she was okay after the first stop, but I could see how it would be nerve wracking. She's more worried about me being able to hold the bike up and everything, which I, I'm good now. A couple months ago, probably not, but <laughs> yeah. So now you you were back to riding a while back, or was it? Re I don't remember. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been a couple months. I've snuck out a couple times. I think end nice. of summer I went and. I was still on my crutches the first time, which was, I went, my first ride, my first ride back, dude, was uh, one of my best friends, you know, he was always here every day, and he's like, I put my bike back together, my bagger, and uh, I had ridden it around the block, barely, and he's like, we need to go for a ride, and we had a really nice day, and I'm like, all right, he's like, well, let's ride to Sisters, and I'm like, okay, that's a couple hours, I could probably do that, I was still taking pain pills, and still really in pain. And he's like, yeah, let's ride to sisters. You know, it's two hours, hundred miles there, hundred miles back, whatever. Okay. Well, we get to sisters and I'm like, oh, I feel pretty good. Let's go the back way. Let's go McKenzie pass. Dude. It was like, we ended up doing like three, three fifty that day. The last, <laughs> the last hundred miles. I hated myself. We got back down to I five down through about Eugene South of where I lay. And I dude, I hated myself. I was like, what are you doing? I, it was brutal. Absolutely brutal. So I made it, but I yeah, you know, that's, that's the problem with anything, right? You finally get a chance to get back at something and then you, you overdo it because we're guys yep. and that's what we do. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's uh it's been a, just a crazy experience, but for anybody watching and anybody that was here that visited me and checked in on me, I, Thank you. I, I lived in the, the, the couch that I'm sitting on. I, I, I lived on this couch for the first May, June, July, August, almost till September or October, I think. Wow. Um, yeah, it's a pretty good sized shop. And uh, it's actually easier for my wife to be able to just drive into the shop. And they, the first, when I got home the first time, I had to drag my ass out onto the couch. But yeah. It's, it's nice. I got heat and the TV and everything out here. So it's most of the creature comforts. It's not bad. Not a bad way. way to spend. Yeah. So, so what's in your, um, well, I actually was going to go another place, but it, oh, go before ahead. I go, Whatever. no, no, no. You're before I go to something else uh -huh. that, um, so talk about where did the PMA thing come from? Cause that's, that's prevalent in your branding. Where did the PMA come from? Cause I was going to say, um, I mean, you, you're, and for those of you that don't know, that's the positive mental attitude. Positive mental attitude, yeah. And I think that that's, um, I mean, you, if, if anyone reflects it, it's you. That's, oh, it's, you. it's not just a slogan. I think that that's great. Right. right. I, I, I wouldn't say that I invented it because I know it's been going around for a long time. Um, I like to just preach it. But I'd honestly credit that, the whole positive mindset to my wife. Um, I can remember... I tell this story all the time and I tell people all the time, I, I give people this advice all the time and she gave it to me and it's really kind of what made me think. And I started just reading books about positive thinking and everything is really what, but we were laying in bed one night and something happened. You know, we're both scrolling Facebook, Instagram, whatever, and something really good happened to a, some, uh, another couple or friends of ours. And all I said was, man, I wish that was me. Oh man. Why, why can't that be me? You know, kind of, kind of that response. And she looked at me and she said, why not? Why, why can't you just say good for them? Why, why can't you just say good for them? Okay. And from then on, it was like, I don't know. We started talking about more positive stuff and just started reading books and once you change your mindset and you look at some of a situation like that, it, it just totally, I, I don't know. I, I, I tell myself all the time, I carry no burdens anymore. I don't, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't, 
I mean, everybody thinks negative thoughts. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? But it, it just reading into that whole thing about positive thinking just changed the way I think about things, the way I do things, the way I look at things. And it's just, but it's like a no, no stress about anything anymore. It's weird. Like, I mean, everybody has their everyday stresses, but it's, I guess you stress about it in a different way. It's, it's so hard to explain, but the very first thing I watched is the secret. Have you ever heard of the secret? I have. Yeah. And that was really big. I've watched that so many times. Isn't the, uh, isn't the um, <clears throat> the ten thousand foot overview on that pretty much that if you 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 basically wish it into to happening sort of yeah you kind of push in it into a, yep. into the yeah yep yep and my wife says I can manifest anything manifesting yeah there you and, go uh, you manifest it and I I do that every day I wake up every day and I tell people to do this and it'll change your whole whole attitude for the day is the first thing you do when you wake up is tell yourself what you're thankful for every day, every day, first thing you do. And that just puts your brain on the right path, I guess, as silly as it sounds. Well, yeah, because it's, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you're just thinking about all the good things in your life, not, oh God, I got to go to work. Oh God, you know. I mean, it's, it's, it's very easy in this world. And from, I mean, I, I've suffered from depression. I've never been shy about talking about that, but that's the one thing that I found, right? Like if you get up that day and you can find the positivity in anything, right? Mm -hmm. Cause if it, if it literally doesn't kill you, it's only making you stronger, right? You you can't, you can't break somebody unless you allow yourself to break. And that's a lot easier said than done. I'm not trying to discount anyone. And no, I wish I could live by that every day. You know what I mean? But no, but, at the, but at the end of the day, I think that as a society, right, we're always worried about the next mm-hmm. thing. We're always worried yep. about the bigger yep. bike or the bigger house yep. or the bigger car. We don't take time to really start and appreciate where we're at. Right. Because yep. when you look yep. back, you know, and I could, I had 200 hours in my bank account and didn't know where I was going to pay my bills. And you look at your life right. now and you're like, well, damn, all right, well, you know, I'm fine. I'm fine. When my bike costs as much as my car does, it's like, yeah, all right, well, you know, maybe life is, maybe I'm kind of being a little harsh on myself. Right. Yeah. And, yep. and it's somebody, exactly. again, I know you can't see all the comments, but somebody said, you know, misery loves company, you know, That's, and it's the truth, true. right? Cause negative that breeds negative. That's another thing I did. I, I, I cleaned the closet, man. I, but I didn't, I didn't like completely push those people out of my life. But I think I just, I started realizing what that friendship, uh, what am I going to get out of this? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and if you want to put the effort in to be a positive person, then let's put it in together, you know? Uh, yeah. And, and oh God, I can't remember how it goes. It's all about perception, how you perceive perceptions, reality, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, you can perceive, you can perceive a situation as good or bad. It, I got a flat tire on my bike. You can go, Oh man, I'm screwed. I'm blah, blah, blah. Or you can try to take whatever positive about it. You, you got a flat tire on the side of the highway and some dude pulled over and helped you and you made a new friend out of it. Oh, there's the positive out of it. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. you might've missed that semi that was going to run you over two miles down the road. Right. It's um it it's hard. It's mm-hmm. really hard. I mean, you you really have to um the one thing that I found in a topic is sometimes you have to containerize people. And and I feel really bad, but there are people that are like ride friends. They will be no more. They can't be anymore because they're they're toxic if I let them. And these are people that have been right. friends for a long time. But right. you, you have to realize that sometimes you know, sometimes people have a purpose. And maybe that purpose yeah. isn't to be, you know, anything more than what they give you. Oh, you know? or they're there, they're there to put you in check. Correct. You know, they're there to right? put you in check or, or maybe yeah. the opposite way around, or the opposite you know, way, yeah. and it's, it's really hard because not everybody should, and it, it's hard to deal with that, but not everyone should have the access to you that, 
those people should have that it's in your inner circle, right? There's, there's right. people that you, that, that, you know, I'm always going to pick up the phone for, and then there's people I'll get back to. Mm-hmm. Maybe that sounds rude, but that's the reality of it. Because if no, you don't, you can't, you can't, you can't let people suck you dry. No, no, exactly. And that's, that's the, that's huge. That's huge. And I, yeah, I, I agree with that for sure. For it's sure. uh you know, it's, uh, well, oh, I feel yeah, like people are attending out. a Ted talk. Thanks for attending our Ted talk. <laughs> <laughs> this is beyond the rider. It's not just motorcycles. Yeah, it's right? beyond the rider. It's our Ted talk. Yeah. Just thank you for coming. Yeah, I don't care. I love talking about, I'll, I'll talk about PMA and positive thinking and, and all that all day, all day long. Because and, and I, I, and I think that it's, it needs to be said and it needs mm-hmm. to be said every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I used to carry around this bad boy, asshole attitude i'm never real asshole but i just you know walk around with that attitude oh why can't that be me why you know whatever f you f this it's like now it's like it's so much more fun it's fun i love showing up and giving every single person a hug i love every day making conversation with the gas attendant that looks like he's had a bad day i love it i it just makes uh, makes me feel better i guess i guess right i don't know it's a it's amazing what taking the time to ask somebody a question and actually Mm -hmm. listening to what they say can do for a person like Mm -hmm. i work in the um i work indirectly in the food industry and one of the things my chefs have taught me is that our salespeople you go out and they wait they talk to the wait staff as if they're the CEO of the company. It's the greatest thing because they realize they've been on the other end. They've all been chefs. They've all been so yeah. they 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 stop and and ask a question to them and, and really engage them rather than just being like, yeah, whatever, I want number seven or or whatever, right. you know. And yep. and you can see the positive difference it makes in those people for that short little engagement. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you get the be best to- service too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what my wife always, she, she's like, she's always like, I just don't understand how you do it. She laughs. She, I know she doesn't, she loves it, but she always makes fun of me because everywhere we go, she's like, I always get, and this isn't bragging, but it's just like, you always get stuff for free or you always get a discount on somewhere. This, I don't, it, it's just, I just think it's just because you're being nice to people and people appreciate that. I, it's, my dad always said, you walk into a place like you own it, you'll never have a problem. Yep. Not, I'm an asshole, I own it, everybody get out, but just walking into a place with your shoulders up and your head held high and, and you know, I just, I don't know, really embraced it in the last couple of years a lot. Yeah, and, and, and I think that it's really, especially through COVID, right? You, you kind of, you <laughs> Troop said he's not being an asshole for once. He likes to mess around live stream, but I'm glad people are enjoying this. <laughs> I can it's, just barely uh, see the comments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. And Dallas is right. It's not really that hard to be nice to people. And it's no. amazing. It, it Again, it's amazing what uh, I work in a unique company where the CEO would always stop and ask you, bro, how you doing? You good? And he meant it. It was kind of the right. first time I was like, what? Like, what? <laughs> but right? it's those kind of things that not only take you off guard, but it shows you the good in people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah, it's awesome. And that's just like in the industry we're in, not my regular job, but this whole motorcycle scene, this whole Harley mm-hmm. scene, this whole, I love seeing like just in the last couple of years, since I met a lot of the people from Portland, the, the guys that we do bike night with and all the other companies and, everybody's everybody's blowing up everybody's everybody's succeeding and i love that i love seeing everybody everybody's positive you know what i mean and if one of them's not we all come together and we bring them up you know we lift them up and i just i love it i love it well and that's the that's the one thing i think in the creator community is great like there's so many Mm -hmm. great creators out there and so many people who give you the shirt off their back and the people that don't absolutely that's fine. You just aren't going to be part of my circle, you know? And that's, I think it's important to give back at any level because, Mm -hmm. you know, we all had to start somewhere. And I mean, that could be in your occupation. It could be anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to eat at your table. We're building our own. Exactly. I'm not afraid. What's the, what's the, the saying that I love? Um, 
I'm not, I know what I bring to the table. So I'm not afraid to eat alone. And that's, exactly. that's, that's a serious mantra too, because that's, yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of the approach I've taken at work. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, if you don't want to listen, it's fine. I, I know what I bring. Yep. <laughs> it's okay. Exactly. 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 <laughs> Sooner or later, we'll figure it out. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. I think that that's really good. I, and I think the PMA thing's a, a positive sort of just way to put it out there. And I've seen enough of, of lives with you on and talking to Denver that, I mean, it's just not something you throw in a shirt and sell. It's something you no, I think that's no, great. You got, you got to live it. You got to live it for sure. hundred percent. hundred percent. And, it, and it, I don't know. Anybody, anybody having a hard time, call me, text me, DM me, whatever. Let's talk. Let's talk. We can I mean, and that right there is the reason why, you know, people need to check out your web. You know what? I, let me throw this up in the side chat while I'm doing it. Uh, Junior, are you in front of a computer? Can you throw it up? Because I'm not going to be able to. I don't think. Here, I can do it. Ah, hold on a second. Oh, so let's just take a break. Okay. <laughs> Here, okay. hold on one second. It'll take me two seconds. But no, and I, I think that those, I think it goes back to with anything is you, those are the companies you want to support. And those are the companies that, you know, when you have a choice, that's where you should put your money. Right. You know, there, there's a lot to be said for companies with a mission and not, unfortunately, not everybody has that. Everybody's worried about their bottom line. Right. And I understand right. as a business, you have to be worried about your bottom line, but there's, there's more to it. Yeah, I probably should worry about it a little bit more sometimes. If it makes you smile, here, take it out. <laughs> I'll just make sure you keep account of what's in your garage when Junior comes over. You don't want him, you know. He's a big dude. He might be like throwing three shirts on. You might... Everyone is welcome here. Everyone. That's why I, I love my shop has turned into. I do live a little bit off the beaten path, and a lot of the homies it's it's an hour, hour-ish, but I guess I, I would, it, they love it because it's a nice ride, especially in the summer, but uh, it, it's become, I don't know, they all call me dad. Which That's I awesome. I don't mind, I don't mind, but then they call my wife mom and she hates it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's just, it's become just like a, I don't want this to sound weird, no, and it. And not in the motorcycle sense clubhouse, but just like a hangout spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just fun, man. People, all my buddies bring their bikes over to work on. We wrench, we drink beers. I've got my toy hauler set up year round for people to stay in. If you're That's having a awesome. bad day, you need to get away, man. Come on down. I got a bar, I got a fridge, the couch here, whatever. There's a gym set up in here, it, whatever you need. It's, yeah, love it. That is solid. So what's uh man, we're we're burning through time too, and that's a good thing. Um I don't care. So no, I don't either. So what's in your stable? What do you what what's in the crashing stable? Oh boy, what's in the stable? You want to see them? You want to see them? Sure, stable? if you want, absolutely. Right. We can do a tour. It's a mess in here right now. A couple of them just went home. I had like 12 sitting in here. I think we're down to <laughs> one, two, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. I think we got seven in here right now. Uh, mine, I'm gonna get this up. Oh, shit, dropping stuff. Uh, let's see. So, my my daily, I don't, I don't know how to flip this around. Crap, that's okay. If you can't, you can't. It's, okay, it's, we'll I don't just do selfie stuff. We'll do uh, here's the bar first. There's the bar. Nice, we get the full tour of the shop. So, that's a ride up bar. What so is that? Can, an elk? Yeah, my dad shot it. He didn't have anywhere to put it. So, <laughs> yeah, and this is so you okay. Full tour. There's the door. Opens to an alleyway, right? So you can ride in right up to the bar and have a drink. Oh, I'm in. Uh-huh. So I my bar always turned into my office. So I went ahead and made myself a little office back here. That's <laughs> where all the shipping and everything and all the computer. Oh, how cool is that? <laughs> yeah. So, okay, back to the stable. Um, my daily... Is my bagger. It's an 06 Road King that has a road glide fairing on it, dubbed the Crash Glide. Um, nice. It's got FXR mags on it, uh, Fab 28 pipe, just a bunch, bunch of goodies. I actually put this the first time last night, was the first time I ever put a tour pack in the, in the road sofa on it. Normally it's, you know, got a nice little tiny seat, you know. Okay. Saddleman step up seat and. This thing's fun to drag around in the corners and everything, but 
the wife loves the tour pack. She's like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. So that's that's that bike. Um, second bike in the stable is probably the best bike in the stable. Uh, that's my baby, I guess you call it my show bike. Never was intended. Uh, it's an 81 shovel head. Oh, nice. Uh, it's, you can see it on my Instagram and Facebook and everything, but it's a, it's a clubbed out wide glide. Um, I, it was really cool. I was very fortunate enough to be, uh, Jeff Holt, uh, featured it in the V2 Visionary magazine. Nice. Um, had it in the one moto show last year. It's, uh, my wife actually surprised me with it as a wedding present during our wedding. Wow. That's, yeah, that's kind of cool. hard to beat. I always wanted a shovel head and, uh, yeah, it wasn't like this. Obviously it's a lot of blood, sweat and tears into getting it where it's at now, but that, uh, that was uh, probably the coolest present I've ever got. <laughs> yeah, I would say yeah. so. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, if anybody wants to see pictures of it or whatever, it's I don't know why I can't flip this thing around, but I've got yeah, pictures of it's on your Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, third bike is this beautiful girl that I'm actually selling. It's probably going to go next month, but it is a 2001 FXDX. Dyna. Oh, nice. It's it's mint. It is an absolute babe. Put a ton of work into it to get it back to where it belonged and needed to be. So um that one's for sale i don't want to sell it i don't need to sell it but i decided to sell it because i want a tire machine and okay. put more money into my company so i'm, I'm being i'm making an adult decision here okay <laughs> i need tools and stuff so it's just to help I, not to tell a life story but i can retire <laughs> from my job in five years so I want to be fully self-sufficient in this shop i want to be able to do motorcycles full-time if i can that's that's my plan in five years so that's that's the plan so uh and then i just picked this up a couple months ago it's a, a 79 flh shovelhead um and i'm kind of having writer's block i guess motorcycles block of what to do with it i like the Chop eagle up, on this side that's it. that screams america yeah, right there really rad yeah, it is. It's America. No matter what happens with this bike, if I do end up selling it, I am keeping these. I got another set of tanks because these are badass. Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> I'm all, all about America. So that's that's my stable. Um, can't show you what's underneath that because it's a top secret project. Uh-oh. Um, yeah. You guys will see hopefully in a couple months. Got, got so make sure Junior checks his phone at the door. You don't want Junior taking yeah. snapshots of it or something. Yeah, yeah. Sneaky uh, like that. A couple, couple pit bikes. Those are ours as well. Oh, nice. Um, we've got – that's pretty much it. I've got a couple old – these are for sale too if anybody's looking. A Sportster Project and then an Iron Head sitting there. Those are uh, Jason's, my buddy Jason's bike. So, mm-hmm. That's pretty much the stable right now, but we've been running, man, the last last two months. We've pushed through like several 2021, 20, 22 road glides, doing exhaust bars set up, you know, the whole nine yard. It's really starting to – the whole – I hate calling it performance baggers. I, more performance touring bikes, but uh, that's – yeah. I'll just Here. say it. I think the term performance bagger is going to be beaten to death soon. Yeah. That is that's my leg that's from my leg oh yeah that was the that's what happened holy crap yeah yep okay that's how hard i hit it and you, you yeah. want to know what's you know what's crazy about that story is i want to say let's see it was april so that happened may 20th yeah yeah it was about 20 some days so the one moto show the moto show right they have the flat tracks races every year. Um, it's usually the opener for the hooligan series. And I got this crazy idea that I was going to start racing flat track. So we raced the one pro up in Washington a couple weeks before my big accident. And dude, I, they say you get going about, cause you don't run a speed or whatever you get going about 60 miles an hour on the dirt, on the straightaway at mm -hmm. this one track. And I high sided going probably that fast. And, on my sporty track bike and it was boom, 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 oh. got up, walked away from it, did this one. I mean, <laughs> did that 
like two weeks before my accident and go figure i hit a freaking truck at 36 miles an hour and ruined my life for several months <laughs> oh but mm -hmm. yikes so, yep i kind of think you should keep those tanks you should make a crash bike oh yeah out. that would be cool something I, yeah you know, people ask what happened to your tank you would be like funny story uh-huh i want to make a lamp out of one of them or something <laughs> That'd be really cool. Use part of the crutch <laughs> and make a lamp out of it or something. Yep, yeah, exactly. I like it. Yep. All right. So we got we finished the tour, I guess, since I'm up. There's the gym set up. Uh, it's been very. Uh, this is here's my pride and joy, though. What we were talking about earlier. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that yeah, is my awesome. Evil can evil. Evil Knievel. Uh, you got Jesse the helmet James, too. The man, Jesse James. Oh wow. Yeah, got him right there. He's a cool dude. Uh, who's Mr. next seth to that Ens seth enslow nice badass yeah he sent me a crutch actually uh one of his crutches from when he got hurt it's hanging above the bar right there oh that's cool so how was jesse in person cool man it was when i hung out with him and met him it was oh god i, I get to put a year on it probably easier to figure out when he was married to sandra bullock okay because that's when i met him and he was he was cool. I actually got to actually sit down and bullshit with him for a while. And stellar dude, stellar dude, very 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 nice. Some people think he's an asshole, but I think he's a great guy. I met uh, I met Paul Tuttle before he moved really? to Florida. Right when they were in that weird period, it was like three four years ago when they were basically really? washed up. Oh. And I went in there, and they they were doing tours, and. Uh, I remember walking by and he's in that office. You always see him in the show and he kind of waves mm -hmm. and then he just comes out and he just starts talking to us. And it was, Rad. it was kind of surreal. Cause he's, he's a really nice guy. Oh, I bet. And, I've always, and then um, those guys. I can't remember the name of the guy, but it's, it's, um, it's the guy that they always had on the original show that was always doing work with them. He's still oh, there. He does all the machine stuff. No, no, he does all their CNC work, and I can't remember his name, but he must have sat. He gave us a, the rest of the tour, and then he must have mm -hmm. sat for like twenty minutes just talking to us, because he basically right. said, like, he's like, I don't know, they might be closing up soon. I don't know. Like he had no idea like what was going on, right. and then huh. and now all of a sudden you see them all over the place. I think they're back in Discovery, but uh, it was pretty cool to see all their bikes. Nice. It was uh, it was kind of surreal meeting him because he just came out and he's talking and he's he talks exactly well. I mean, it sounds really? stupid, but he talks like he does on the show. He's just kind of yeah. He seems vacant, but he's not. And he's like, <laughs> he looks around. He goes, "We should take a picture together." I'm like, "Okay, cool. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome." Yeah, that's I'm there awesome. in like a work dress shirt, standing next to you know him. It's really funny. That's but, cool. Uh, that is really. Cool. It's always I always wonder that because there's there's people that you um you you kind of idolize when like when i was back in nascar or i was back into nascar and you meet some of those guys and some of them are really cool and some of them you're like wow you're you're mm. totally a jerk kind of pompous yeah it's yeah i always wonder what that's going to be like you know because i know a lot of people hold you know celebrities in that super high regard i've never been that person right. we're all that's people, cool man we're all just people yeah 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 I'd love to. I'd love to meet and hang out with that guy again. And I, I idolize him. I, yeah, yeah, he's a badass. Very talented person. Because he I went into him. what? He's now in the gun industry, isn't he? Or was I, everything? Guns, knives, still bikes. That's everything. crazy. That dude does everything. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> it's nice to see too that he he still is doing it. Because sometimes these guys get into those those shows, and that's sort of the end mm -hmm. of them. Right. Because I mean, I was surprised, honestly, that the Tuttles came back because they're that whole chopper scene's kind of dead, right? right. At least I think it's dead. And then the that, that's yeah, that back. style chopper, yeah, it, it is definitely dying out or has died out. You know what's really making a comeback is the chopper, like old school chopper daddy stuff. The hard that's, stuff, yeah, yeah, it's getting big again. There's a kid. Uh, first shout out. Marion Metal Marion Metalworks. He's right here in Dallas, Oregon. I met him really weird, but he just got picked up. He's making badass parts. He's selling uh, lowbrow lowbrow customs. Picked him up. Uh, Chop Colt, a couple of other companies, and the kid is just building amazing choppers. 
Yeah. Bad, badass. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. They got it's their all, own little scene. Yeah, and it, it's always cool too when you can find somebody that's that's into the scene that's local and actually is doing really good work. I didn't realize until mm-hmm. somebody told me there's a a a guy down the street here that has a great shop. Never would have known it was a motorcycle shop. Right. And somebody told me about it. And I like, I opened up the door of the shop. I was like, is the door even going to open? And there's like all this stuff right. in there. I was like, you could advertise. There's something. <laughs> right. It's really bad. I'm taking yeah. my bike to the dealer and you're right down the street. Yep. Yep. It's uh, I'm a big fan of too, of, you know, giving your money to a local person, then you're dealing. Right. right. And that's kind of what I'm working on here. I don't know if it'll ever be a full blown turning over, you know, business, but that's, that's what I want to do for my retirement job. I want to, I want to do that. Just, you know, the tire machine that I, you know, selling the dyna. That's one of my, I told myself, I'm going to sell this bike. I am going to buy a tire machine because one, it'll pay for itself doing people's tires, but you know, all the buddies can, you know, and hopefully maybe become a tire dealer or something, but, drop ship your tire here, ride down, we'll hang out, we'll change your tire. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. to me, that pays for itself. Just the camaraderie in the company and people coming in. Dude, when I was here, when I was on the couch here, sorry, I'm bouncing all over the place. That's fine. When I was, when I was living on the couch in the shop, there was somebody or someone or a couple or a family here every day, every day with meals, hugs, gifts. It was Absolutely amazing. I mean, that's and that shows thing. right there what kind of impact you had in the community. And oh. that that's amazing. It just I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't have made it without all those people. Every single one of them. I couldn't well, I could it'd take me forever to name them all, but thank you. Any of you are watching. You know, I've always said there's there's two types of people in the in your life. There's the people that give you what all people give you is well if you need anything you call me and then there's the people that show up and are like what do you need and you can't discount because everyone is different but i think showing up is 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 everything you know you can show up with nothing to offer and i think that that's of more value yep you know it's up with a kind word and a hug is yeah worth because showing up's hard some days (laughs) it's showing up takes commitment that is awesome that you've had that impact Mm -hmm. Oh, I appreciate that. I, I, I think it's interesting never too. Was my that, you intention, know. but it just happened. <laughs> well, you know, but that's, I think that's more genuine, right? Everybody, you know, you can have a plan and we all need a plan, but when you do it and it becomes right. something because it became something, I think that that's really cool too. Yeah. 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 It is it's cool. It's, uh, I always had the vision of, you know, not the vision, but, crashing this motocross motorcycle thing bad boy tattoos whatever i never envisioned it being hug dealer pma kind of you, you know never never and I, i'm thankful that it became that but i never ever you know yeah i never thought i'd be printing shirts that i hope your kid could wear to school and you could also wear it right in your Harley down the road. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Try I, to have I the little tiny bit of bad boy image, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think it's cool too because both of those shirts start a conversation. Oh, absolutely. You know what absolutely. I mean? Because I think it was Denver that, that texted me something about PMA and I was like, What? And then he had explained it to me, and I was like, Oh, all right, that that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And now you don't forget it. But mm-hmm. I think that that's there's a lot to be said for that. And that's um that's great. I mean, that's, I think it's awesome that people can have that kind of impact in the community. That's awesome. That Remind myself badass. every day. Mm-hmm. That That's is cool. badass. And yeah. it, it's, I think it's really important. I mean, there's, there's so much negativity in the world and, you know. Oh, yeah. You know what really helped too is listening, quit listening to the news. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. Oh, God. <laughs> That was huge for me. I am um, so mad. <laughs> well, you know, and that's the tough part too. You look over the last two years and you look at how many people, the suicide rate and mental illness and everything else has gone up. And it's like, well, when you turn on the news and you're basically just told you're going to die for two years, I mean, yeah. gee, what kind yeah. of effect did you expect that to have on people? Exactly. And I mean, exactly. I'm laughing, but it's not funny. You know, it's no, not. No, I got you. I got you. 
but it's all in perception perce- perception you know it is, yeah. it is funny in a way because yeah i guess in a sick weird way but whatever <laughs> i mean it's well sometimes you just gotta laugh right because yeah, you, you sometimes to, you, you gotta to get through the day sit back and laugh at things that are going on because it's just like oh my god wow yeah well, as we start to wrap up, because we've hit about mm-hmm. that hour point, what what would you like to plug? What would you like to leave? I mean, what are your parting thoughts? What would you like what to leave folks with? My parting thoughts: support small business. Hell yes, support small business. So, uh, and then and if you if you do order a crash shirt, you need to post it on Instagram. You need to tag them, yeah. and you need to get the word out there. That would mean the world to me. Yeah, get the word out there. Spread the positive love, man. Give hugs. Um, and, you know, su- support those who support you, right? I mean, I, dude, I, I could start down the list. Um, all, all the, and we were talking earlier about the companies that are starting to sprout out up here and then been around and whatever. And it's just like Denver, V Twin Life Podcast, you, uh, Ride Faster Pussy, Jason, PDX Dyna Crew, Adam uh levi sporty mob clay uh rain city moto culture classic cars where we have our bike nights timbertown harley davidson uh paradise harley davidson i god the list goes on and on and on then i could get into single names and take me friggin forever yep um legion moto co i mean all those guys all that just every single one of those guys is positive and you you show up and you see them and they got a smile and a hug for you it's 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 insane paradise harley you walk in there dude and every single person is smiling and every single person gives you a hug when you walk through the door it's just it's awesome you i, know, I love this community i i think that that's you know from from being a creator with with youtube a lot that's somebody asked that real quick before i circle back um mm-hmm. droop asked you don't have a youtube channel do you just instagram i don't just instagram okay i just posted I your instagram recently. Uh oh! TikTok recently. <laughs> I just posted your Instagram in the side chat for everybody. Oh, thank you. So thank you, thank you. And that's kind of one of the things that I've tried to stay with. I know a lot of people will push things like on YouTube, you know, because let's face it, right? You want to you want to engage content, but I've I've always been mm-hmm. a firm believer of like dying on the hill. If I go with the company and I believe in it, I'm dying on the hill. You know, right. I'm not going to be the guy that's like, oh, and today I'm wearing XYZ's helmet. You know, and then tomorrow right. I'm wearing somebody else's. Like I want to. Yeah. I think it's important that you support the companies that support you because it it goes such a long way. Yeah. 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 It does. It does. It really does. It's like, I mean, I I became friends with Roji uh, at Blackfly sunglasses and I'm part of the fly family now. And it's like, I'll never wear another brand of sunglasses for the rest of my life. They treat me as a person and my family and my friends so well just because we met and we're all part of the same community kind of thing. And it's like, I won't, I, I won't ever wear another pair of sunglasses. That's you, awesome. You couldn't pay me enough just because of, you know, how much of a family it's become. Mm-hmm. So it's that kind of stuff. I mean, and that's you know? how it has to be, especially when you, you get these companies that are, they're either run or, I don't know. I mean, everybody runs into this. I'm going to get on a soapbox, but you talk to somebody mm-hmm. in a company and you can tell they don't ride. And you're like, right. well, if I've talked to three or four people in your company or worse as a salesperson, you know, they don't ride because yep. they can't right. ask you a question. I'm like, well, why am I buying a bike from you? Like there's no, no shortage of Harley you. dealers. <laughs> it's Cust- really yeah. not. Customer, customer service is huge. It's everything. Huge. In, I mean, in anywhere, but this community is so tight. It goes around so fast if you had a bad experience with someone or somebody was rude to you and they're like, nope, 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 yep, not going with them, not going with them. Oh, I forgot to plug these guys because I'm going to be a dealer, or I am a dealer now. It hasn't gone on the website yet. Lexan, Moto. Oh, very nice. I've heard very positive things about them. Yeah, I got to finish my stuff, but those, we are official dealer now i haven't really announced that but i guess i just did but okay uh, soon you'll be able to get lexan right off the crash inc website awesome um, that's a great opportunity for you best best headsets on around prove me wrong awesome (laughs) that that is fantastic Mm -hmm. i think that's what Mm -hmm. 
But I, w- I won't call anybody out. I was going to say, I think I, somebody runs them, but then I had to think, wait, maybe they don't. I don't want to throw anybody on a bus or possibly. No, I got you. Um, I got you. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So we can follow you on Instagram. Where else can mm-hmm. we follow you on TikTok? TikTok Check out the, the site. Facebook, Brad Columbus on Facebook. Excellent. My wife thinks I'm crazy. I approve any friend <laughs> I've been getting all these people I approve, and then they want to sell me some political agenda. Well, I'm like, they're yeah, all bots. And then I just, and then yeah, I delete them. Like, yeah, delete them. Yeah. But I just accept, 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 accept. Oops. Hold on. What did I do? Uh, if you want to, I guess I'll plug myself. If you want to check out my uh, my other Instagram page, I have three. It's called BC Signs. Um, I do hand carve signs. Um, a lot I had of, no idea you did that. That's awesome. That's a whole nother. It took us another hour to go through that. <laughs> but if you want to check it out, it's B B. It's at B C S B B C S S i-g-n-s bc signs okay yeah and i do like barn wood i don't know if you saw that american flag that was in the background on the wood and stuff when i was walking around showing you stuff stuff like that i've built beds uh my good friend victor down in uh, northern california uh moglide 07 on uh, instagram we built him a bed and a couple of years ago we my wife and i loaded up and we rented a u-haul trailer and drove it down and set it up for him it was pretty cool so. That's awesome. I don't know if you saw Ride Faster Pussy just popped on. Oh, hey, Jason. What up, dude? That's awesome. Yes, Drip, it was Wit. I wasn't sure. I thought it was Wit, but I couldn't remember if it was Wit that wore that. Wit Maisel wears their headset. And she used it oh. in her 48-state uh, run when she Ooh. took the Pan American out. I think she did 48 states in 10 days, 9 days. Damn. They didn't give her the bike. So Harley, I know you're not listening, but you suck. You should have gave her the bike. That's all. You should have gave her the bike. Yep. Yeah, you should have gave yep. her the bike. I mean, if mm-hmm. you do something like that, give her the bike. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. I want to ride one of those really bad. Yeah, they it's a uh, pretty impressive bike for sure. I haven't ridden one, but just looking at right. it, it's uh fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, I really appreciate your time. And if you want to hang out after the show for a few minutes, it'd be great just to catch Absolutely. up. But um Thank you all for, for joining us and uh, please check out Brad's stuff with Crash Inc. Uh, he makes mm-hmm. great gear. I have one of his t-shirts. I love it. Um, also, as a reminder, uh, my, even though my co-host isn't here, we'll support him nonetheless. He's going to have Mrs. Monkey, Professional Monkey's Wife, on his live stream slash podcast Sunday at 8 o'clock. So make sure you join that. It's going to be an amazing, uh, amazing time. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can get her to beat Monkey up live on stream or something. I don't know. That we'll see what happens. Awesome but that would be guys, awesome. We miss you as, ever. as always, thank you so much for joining. Uh, try and keep in mind that positive mental attitude. Love you guys to death. Thank you so much for joining and, uh, we will see you next week. Thanks everybody. Thank you guys. <laughs>